Welcome to The Holistic Entrepreneur with Holistic Nurse Practitioner, Success Coach, and Best-Selling Author, Bonnie Gressel. Bonnie and her expert guests share tips, tools, and strategies to achieve success on your holistic entrepreneur journey. Each show features answers to common entrepreneur challenges, along with a healthy dose of support and motivation. Now, please welcome the host of The Holistic Entrepreneur, Bonnie Gressel. Welcome, everyone. This is your host, Bonnie Gressel, here at The Holistic Entrepreneur. Now, today we're going to do part four of our series on content marketing. We're going to talk about newsletters. And I'm going to get to that topic in just a moment. But first, I always want to take a moment to thank all of you for spending your valuable time here with me on the show. I am so honored and grateful that you do that. Because I know that time is our most precious asset. So I always want to make sure that these shows are value-packed so that you feel your time was well spent. I try to keep these to 15 minutes or less if it's just a solo show because I think I can pack a bunch of information in in 15 minutes and I don't need to go on and on and on. Now when I have a guest, obviously there's going to be more conversation and so our guest um, shows are a little bit longer. So now I always say this, I know, but I think being a holistic entrepreneur is really more about who you are than what you do. You come from that heart-centered place. You want to make a difference in the world and perhaps that's you and that's why you've decided to join us on the show today. So if this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you've tuned in before, welcome back. I hope that you find this will be another great show with insights to help you on your entrepreneur journey. And make sure you check out the show page before you leave. There's always gifts for you there and ways to connect with me as well. And maybe you have a message to share. You know, I always love having guests on the show. So reach out to me if you would like to reach people all over the world with your message. Now, the information presented on this show is educational, inspirational, and motivational in nature, but I always just want you to take what fits for you and simply let go of the rest. This show does not intend or imply to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. I always want to preface every show with that little reminder for all of us. So let's get into our topic for today. I'm so excited to talk about this. We're going to talk about newsletters. And if you don't like the word newsletter, I'm going to give you some suggestions on things that you can change it to if you'd like. Because you don't have to call it a newsletter. I'm a firm believer in that the best way to attract organic traffic is to provide valuable content and engage with your audience. I say this all the time. I believe any entrepreneur can benefit from content marketing. And that's why I'm doing this series. If you want leads fast, you know, and and maybe not the best qualified leads, then paid advertising is the way to go. But if your objective is to obtain qualified leads that turn into long-term relationships and customers, clients, patients that you love working with, then organic traffic wins hands down. It doesn't cost anything, but takes a little bit of work. So this is part four, as I said, of this 10-part series where we're going to explore several forms and strategies around that topic, content marketing, to help you build your business and acquire more patients um, or clients that you love to serve. Now remember, no one does what you do in the way you do it. So everybody's different. Take what fits for you and let go of the rest. Now, how do you, let me ask you a question first. How do you stay in touch with your ideal patients or clients? 
You know, is there some way that you communicate with them? Communicating regularly with your clients or patients is part of relationship building 101. It is. People buy from and work with those people that they know, like, and trust, right? It begins with rapport and you need to have the relationship building and ongoing communication to, to build, foster, and maintain that healthy relationship. Now, maybe these you've got people on your email list or maybe you have a patient database. You know, whether they're current clients or someone that you've worked with in the past, the bottom line is you have a community. You have a community that you can serve. And bringing them valuable information demonstrating your expertise, letting them know maybe what's up with you and asking them how they're doing are essential pieces of ongoing communication. And you really need to do that to engage with your peeps, right? Now, as with anything, consistency is key here. If you plan to do a newsletter and email it out to your list or do a video or an audio with some content that you're going to share with people, make sure that you stick to a schedule. And that you set a schedule that you can handle. Don't make it too big. Now, if you don't want to call it a newsletter, and I talked about this earlier, there's some here, I'm going to give you some suggestions of other words that you can use instead. I mean, the word newsletter has kind of, you know, been around for a while, and maybe you want to call it something else. So you could use words like digest, bulletin, e-magazine, journal. You could call it a, a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly report. An inside look, chronicle, memo, news page, editorial, snapshot, words, pages, clips, segments, notes, post, roundup, cliff notes, happenings, wrap up, summary, news bites, brief, updates. Really, the list is endless. Get creative and call it whatever you like. It doesn't have to be a newsletter, but it's, um, I'm going to use that term throughout the show just so that I don't have to say all those other words. So make sure your newsletter or whatever you're going to call your ongoing communication is easy for you to fit into your work and your life. This is supposed to be a fun thing, not something you dread. So if you want to do it monthly or even less, that's fine. Some people do it quarterly or every other, you know, every six months. It doesn't matter. Just be consistent. Your followers will come to expect it on a certain day and time. So I want to share with you some basic guidelines. Always, and this is kind of a starting point, always give value. And be engaging so that your audience actually consumes the information. Don't make it all about you and how great you are, but do share some of who you are because I think, you know, people want to get to know you. They want to feel like if they met you on the street, they would stop and have a conversation with you. So you want to be real to them. You can also use things in your newsletter that you've already got. If you write a blog, you can add an excerpt or write a, a short blurb, a paragraph or so about a similar topic or the same topic, and then link them to the blog post if they want more information. I do this with my podcast every week. So it makes it easy for me to keep up with a weekly newsletter. You don't have to have it weekly, certainly, but I choose to just because it fits with the podcast. I write an intro and then I talk about the same topic that my podcast focused on that week. And then further down the page, there's an excerpt from the show itself with a link to the entire show so that they can listen to the whole thing if they want to. And, you know, my beginning piece is actually a little bit more. It's a few paragraphs, maybe 300 to 450 words. You don't have to make it that long. I write it at that length because I'm always thinking about repurposing. 
So my intro on each newsletter will eventually become maybe a written blog or parts of a book at some point. So I don't currently have a written blog, and my podcast serves as a blog of sorts. I always say I'd rather talk than write. So I'm delivering a similar message, and it will reach more people because it comes in different formats. I mean, people perceive information in different ways, and you'll reach the most people if you use a few different formats. You can also create different formats from what you've already got. You can have your podcast, if you have one, transcribed and into written form. And you can have your written blogs made into audio. Remember, people have different ways of perceiving information. They've got a preferred way that they like to do it. And having more than, more than one format is really a good idea. Now, you can take content from your blogs, podcast, or newsletter, and then also create a news, uh, like an email funnel or a short course, depending on the content. I mean, really, you can repurpose anything. Nothing is ever wasted. Fostering engagement by asking people questions in your newsletter is a good idea. Invite them to, you know, just click to reply to your newsletter, which will then should go to you eventually, or you can do surveys or ask questions. You might want to have a section with coming events, things that you have going on in your business or things in your personal life. I mean, people want to get to know you and it does make you human to talk about the challenges as well as the successes, right? Being vulnerable is not a bad thing and always be your authentic self, certainly. Now, a newsletter is not a sales page per se, but you can offer things to your community. Let them know that they're special and you're giving them, only them, this special offer. Now, if it's an offer that you have for everybody on your website, then don't say that because that's not authentic. But if it's something specific for the people on your list, whether it's a database or an email list or whatever, let them know. It, people like to feel special. So you can offer specials to your community, and there's a variety of ways to do this. You can add a coupon code that they can use, whether it's to purchase a product or a service that you provide. You can have them respond to your, e you know, to your newsletter, your email, and then that's you know enough for the the special. Lots of different ways to do it. Now. I have a gift page on my newsletter, so people can go there, and it's a page that's on my website, but it's not public, so nobody else can get there unless they've signed up for it. And if they've signed up for it, then they're on my newsletter list too. So they can go there and go shopping kind of for free. It's gifts from me as well as podcast guests that have contributed evergreen gifts for my listeners. You might also want to let them know what's coming in the next newsletter to build curiosity and interest. Now, I don't often do this because I don't really, the truth is I don't plan that far ahead. So I don't really necessarily know what I'm going to do the podcast on or what, you know, I'm going to do the newsletter on far enough ahead to say, oh, this is what's coming next. But you can certainly do that. And always have a call to action in your newsletter. You know, have them, ask them to connect with you for a chat or sign up for a freebie or check out your blog or podcast or connect with you on social media. Your call to action depends on your audience and there's no one right way. So I'd say try a few things and see what gets the best response. Now, I hope that gives you some ideas for ongoing communication with your community of followers and some ways to save time doing it. So I hope that you found value in the show today. And as always, I want you to believe that anything is possible as long as you believe in yourself. You've been listening to The Holistic Entrepreneur, hosted by Bonnie Gressel. 
The Holistic Entrepreneur has been brought to you by M&B Global Solutions, your source for individualized coaching for entrepreneurs and authors, along with book editing and publishing services. To learn more, go to m and Solutions.com.